Continuing completed classics. Fulfilling failed franchises. Reinvigorating reviled rehashes. It's the follow-up showdown with Paul Getz and Travis McMaster. Hello and welcome to the follow-up showdown, where we attempt to give worthy second chapters to stories that don't have them. I am your host, and as much as I'd like to say the uh, Venkman, I would—I have to admit I'm the race stance of the group, Paul Getz. Uh, with me as always is Travis McMaster. Uh, who would you say that you are? I would, would like to say I'm the Egon, mm. but mm. I think we all know who the Venkman is. It's not me. You. Oh, you. Yeah. You're Vankman. I'm okay. no Egon. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, the way it works is we take a movie that either has no sequel or a less successful sequel and take turns pitching a better continuation. And we do that with the help of our guests, which today is one of the founders of Midnight Video, an online smorgasbord of spooky short films, Zach White. Zach, how are you and who are you? I'm doing good, and I think if people really reached deep down, they like I think ninety percent of the population would be race dances. Yeah, it's the yeah. last one you would choose, but let's be honest, he is brilliant. I mean, but he's also simple. Mm -hmm. you know? Simple. Yeah, I think he's that's what's so lovable about him. He's yeah, he's sweet. Yeah, naive. Okay, a little. I feel like you're trying to spin it more negative than I want you to. Yeah, you are Vankman, huh? You, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I um, see are we that. getting yeah. too old for me to say that he's Ray is like the Hufflepuff of the group? No, I think are that's we... apt. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what the cutoff for big yeah. like assign assigning things Hogwarts houses are, but he's sweet, so, he's innocent. Would yeah. that make Winston the Gryffindor? Winston is the Gryffindor. I would say he's the yeah. bravest. Yeah, he, absolutely. He jumps in without knowing the he science. He kicked that door down and yeah. put those fires out. Um, so this is about the Harry Potter sequels. <laughs> it could be. We, we, you know, it depends on uh, your what your pitch says. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what is a magic wand but a proton yeah. pack? Mm. Oh, and, and how right you are. Maybe you already know this. The the background of the that the protons were originally wands. Wow. designed as wands. The guns coming out of gloves, though. Oh, interesting. I did not know that. You've not seen the storyboards. No, I haven't. These are... My research didn't come with pictures. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, my, my books have yeah. words. <laughs> uh, well, we are happy to have you, Zach, for oh, every... thank you. Yeah, lots of reasons. But uh, I, the ultimate one for which you were chosen for today's film is it is a sequel to, I believe, a favorite of yours? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We're looking at 1989's Ghostbusters 2. Um, but before we start talking about the movie, we've, uh, we've got our obligatory, uh, two Travis McMaster minutes. Two Travis McMaster minutes. Wow, oh, man. Yeah, you always forget about this. It's because I don't like it. Yeah, well, Travis has to explain, uh, for any listeners who have not seen the films, uh, what happens in both of them. So they're, they're not totally lost when we get into our pitches. Okay. I'm not overly concerned with the audience okay. and their comprehension. Where... I think you're more the Walter Peck than the big <laughs> <laughs> All right, are you ready? Yeah. And go. So the Ghostbusters um, are... Uh, scientists and parapsychologists uh, who are just studying the paranormal um, at large, including like psychic abilities and whatever, not just ghosts. 
until they discover that ghosts are suddenly real or it's just the first time they've seen one or something and they see a ghost and then they be, they, they spend all of Ray's money um, to invest in a new startup business of ghost busting paranormal exterminators. Um, and there is suddenly a need for this or for the first time there's a need for this. So they become very successful very quickly, though not seemingly wealthy. Um, and then one of us, there's sp- uh, the specific first case they get, second case they get, first case they get. I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, there's a big spooky ghost building and it's super haunted and it was built as a conduit to end the world. Um, and that could be why there are so many ghosts popping up um, because there's a big conduit. Um, oh, Paul, I hate this so much. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're listening to a movie podcast, yeah. you know the plot of Ghostbusters. All right. I hope okay, so. Fair I am so sorry. That went off. I'm sorry. No, it's Okay. I, I do hate doing that. Too. I'm sorry. Maybe yeah, in the I future I'll just prepare something that's a minute long. Yeah. And, uh, okay. Let's. Yeah. We'll, we'll cut this I think this is a great feature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 100% stay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, okay. So before we get into uh, Ghostbusters 2, let's talk a little bit about its predecessor, the 1984 masterpiece uh, Ghostbusters. Everyone here is a fan. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Most people are fans. Yes, uh, 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Um, Those Colum- 3%? Afraid of ghosts. <laughs> I could see that. But it, it is Columbia Pictures' highest grossing film of all time. Wow. Um, uh, when adjusted for inflation. Mm-hmm. And uh, the 32nd highest grossing movie of all time. That doesn't seem worth mentioning, even. <laughs> the 32nd of anything is not... There's a lot of movies. <sighs> That's True. In the world. Yeah, I a guess. Of, a lot of worldwide blockbusters. So, you know, a little bit of uh, a fun background that I found on Ghostbusters. The original premise, which was called Ghost Smashers, written by Dan Aykroyd alone, uh, had three main characters to be played by John Belushi, Dan Aykroyd, and Eddie Murphy. I feel like a lot of people know that. Um, but it was uh, going to be set in the future where there would be teams of Ghostbusters, like there are paramedics and firefighters who fought ghosts in SWAT-like suits using wands instead of guns. Um, and at the end of the movie, Ghostbusters businesses were all over the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, also, John Candy was slated to be Louis Tully. Um, Isn't there even like a screen test or something of that? Yeah, he got really far. All the, the storyboards the are of him. I, I know that he he shot some of it. And apparently quit because they weren't using his ideas for the character. He wanted a weird accent. Yeah, he right? wanted uh, Lewis to have a German accent, and he wanted him to have. And apparently, he was very insistent that he have two Schnauzer dogs. <laughs> and they specifically didn't want the Schnauzers <laughs> because of the other two dogs. Sure. In the right. film, so they thought that could have been dog heavy. Right. Uh, Dan Aykroyd's original script, uh, Reitman said, would cost at least three hundred million dollars. In 1984, yeah, it was to produce over 300 pages. Oh wow! So it was Blues Brothers. He's a big writer. Overwriter. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So they brought Harold Ramis in, and he, Reitman, and Ackroyd spent three weeks in Martha, Martha's Vineyard revising the script hmm. into what it became. Um, Good job, boys. Yep. Uh, most of Bill Murray's lines were evidently ad libs, which I guess I mean it makes sense for Venkman as a character. I feel like I mean how he acts around people. He's really just he's as if he's in his own world. Mm-hmm. You know, floating mm-hmm. around making fun of everybody. Yeah. yeah. Other actors uh, considered to play Venkman was intended for John Belushi. Offered to Michael Keaton. Weird. Chevy mm. Chase and Steve Gutenberg. Gutenberg. Wow. Gutenberg could have done it. Yeah. Yeah. 84 Gutenberg. I could have seen any of them. Yeah. I would have been very comfortable with Keaton or Chevy Chase, I mm-hmm. think. 
they're sure they're pretty like right post on. night shift yeah yeah you could have done it yeah red hot and mm-hmm. all very confident yeah i mean who is beetlejuice but uh dead peter Bank? a <laughs> <laughs> little pervier <laughs> but i don't than, know than i could argue that yeah but it was the 80s <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta understand your yeah. honor yeah. it was the 80s <laughs> Spangler was also offered to Michael Keaton. Hmm. He really wanted Keaton in this thing, and he didn't want any part of it. Yes. Um, but uh, Christopher Walken, John Lithgow, Christopher Lloyd, and Jeff Goldblum. Those are just the names of stars you, from the 80s. When you said Christopher Walken, I was like, yeah. oh, it's a shame they didn't offer it to Christopher Lloyd. And then, boom. Oh, yeah. Hit all the Christophers. Well, they, they all auditioned, and uh, Harold Ramis apparently never intended to be in it. And then after all of those brilliant actors auditioned, he said... I'm the best choice. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's every Harold Ramis role is like, yeah. I don't want to be in this. Yeah. All right, sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, no one can do it like me. <laughs> Winston, intended for Eddie Murphy originally. Um, also, Reginald Vell Johnson okay. was considered for the role. and then That's um, a shame. He's in the movie. Yes, he, yeah. he was Well, what was that, that phone call like? like? No, no, not one of the Ghostbusters. No, someone else. Well, that's, smaller part. That's acting, baby. No, smaller part. Yeah. <laughs> no, smaller. Well, I do like <laughs> Reginald. The idea no, of Reginald guessing. Oh, 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 oh. Is it, is it, yeah. am I the neighbor? Am I, am I? Am I the EPA guy? Reginald was is like one line. That's yeah. An extra, pretty much. He is featured extra. Yeah. Um, also, uh, audition for Lewis Tilly, Jay Leno. <laughs> I can see it. Annoying neighbor. I, I could see that yeah. part of it at least. I wouldn't have liked the uh, Keymaster Gatekeeper stuff. With oh right, yeah. Um, That's yeah. Um, Janine was offered to Sandra Bernard. Cool. Okay. And it was she turned it down. Very cool. That would have been really cool. Yeah. Um, and the only reason I'm bringing well, uh, Paul Rubens was offered Gozer. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I could. I would have fun with it. I could see it. I think yeah. that would a. The mm-hmm. charm, the everlasting charm of Ghostbusters is how seriously it takes the serious stuff. The ghosts yeah. are actually um, yes. scary. Wasn't uh, that offered to Annie Lennox as well? Um, I think the Bowie was Bowie in the mix. Bowie was, um, but only for the state used as like a, a <laughs> uh, type to describe Gozer. And Grace okay. Jones was mm. considered. Okay, mm-hmm. that would have been cool. Yeah, that would have yeah. been. The voice of Gozer was provided by. Someone named Patty Edwards. But Patty Edwards dubbed Gozer's lines over the actress uh, Slutvitsa Jovan's accent because it came was coming across as comedic. And I only bring this up now because I'll hit you with something later that's going to pay off okay. a little bit. So. <laughs> cool. Going to blow yeah. our minds. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he's just going to talk in a mm-hmm. funny accent. I, I <laughs> love it. Like, because they did shoot a, a lot of the... 300 page script that ended up just you know getting cut because it was a long ass movie yeah um the the blowjob ghost mm-hmm. was originally a whole set piece where they go to like an old civil war fort what i'm we are coming to find about great movies is that they could have so easily not been <laughs> as perfect as they are editing is yeah. huge but uh uh, when it comes to the blowjob ghost, I would say that is one of that is like the scene that can stick out of Ghostbusters. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't As, seem like it fits. I am okay with it because it's a dream. 
I think right. that's why it ends yeah. up getting left in the final yeah. cut of a kids yeah. movie. <laughs> well, it was the first one was not intended as a kids movie. Right, it was right, right. Intended to be seen as more like a stripes. Yeah. Ah, that just makes me want John Larroquette as as maybe Walter Peck or something like that. Ooh, he would have been great. Not that I don't Although, love Willie Mathers. Yes, and um, you hate him so deeply. Yeah. He has like it's as if the devil is in him. A real quick aside: <laughs> I saw Ghostbusters of the New Beverly one time, and Willie Mastin was giving a Q and A afterward, and he was telling a story about opening weekend. So he was in a David Mamet play at the time, and uh, he had shot that movie, you know, eight months ago. He'd kind of forgotten about it, and as he was walking home from David Mamet's house, he crossed a movie theater and it was playing. He was like, "Oh, that's nice." And outside there was like a row of like eight school buses, and it had just let out. And so he's walking across from this movie theater and he said two to three hundred um, 12 year old like students poked their heads out of the school bus and in unison just started shouting dickless. <laughs> and he's like, it got all of the pretension out of my he, he immediately knocked him down to earth. He is just a bastard. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll go right ahead and say a hot take. Um, the second one, I could have used without Lewis Tully, but with Walter Peck. I don't think you need Lewis in the sequel, but... Well, you don't need Walter Peck. You kind of... I, I, you, they do Rich uh, Fuller yeah. in his place, and he's okay. I, I was... But I would, like, a, a villain or a, a human antagonist with a little history... I was saying this to Travis that what I don't like about uh, Rich Fuller's character is that... What? Kurt Fuller. Kurt Fuller. Fuller. Um, Kurt Fuller's character is that it's... The, the it's established in the beginning that no one believes them. Mm-hmm. The mayor the doesn't man, like them the anymore. The mayor. Well, yeah, but and that's the, the people. Thing. The Paul. mayor is already there, <laughs> disregarding them. Yeah, and then you just have his lackey who hates them even more. It, it's a very uh, it's a I, shade of Walter Peck. I'll, I'll I'll say this right now, and I'll probably bring it up several times in my pitching. But the Ghostbusters video game is mm-hmm. the real, like, true sequel, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And the way they used Walter Peck was amazing. Yeah. They make him, like, their his, their government contact. He has to work for slash with them. Oh, that sounds great. Which we'll, we'll, we'll get into that uh, well? a, a little bit later. Oh, we'll get into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, for now, um, let's start talking Ghostbusters 2. How do, you, how do you guys feel about this movie? I like Ghostbusters 2. If Ghostbusters 1 hadn't existed, I would love Ghostbusters 2. Sure. I love ghost-busting movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to dislike one. It's good. It's not great. It's just not as sharp. Yeah. I mean, that's its main... I feel like that is the... You know, there's a lot of little details you can pick at, but it's just uh, it just feels flabbier than the first, you know? I, I, mean, with I the... guess, technically, a slightly bit, a slightly little bit, I love Ghostbusters 2. I've seen it a lot. I quote it a lot. I've seen it a lot. (laughs) I agree (laughs) that it's not as good as the first one. It's a little looser. It's a little bit of just a retread. It makes some unusual choices. But overall, Mm -hmm. I think it's really just a slightly less good version of the first one, which is so good that Mm -hmm. the second one by default has to also be great. What you were saying is just another version of one. It follows too closely like most sequels do to the formula that was winning in the first place. Right. And it just, it needed to differ it up a bit. Yeah. I love yeah. those characters. 
I want to see them do anything. I don't need to see them do the same thing they just did. Yeah. Well, I would. what I would love to see is Dana do something. And she if, really doesn't get to in two. Tell you what, you take you take Lewis out. You throw a proton pack on her for the final oh, act. You instead mm-hmm. of him, boom. All right, well, let's not just let's not ruin each other's pitches before they happen. All right, <laughs> let's, uh, okay. Uh, um, yeah. One gripe about the movie because I only have one. I've never said anything <laughs> too much or never. Tully. Uh, not enough busting ghosts. They bust the Scolari, Scolari brothers? Yeah. That's which, exactly... Which also, that scene bothered me because it is clearly linked to the slime, and they never say it. <laughs> yeah. It I only figured that be. out on this watch through. It was really strange. A little dumb. Like, the, uh, the movie doesn't say it, or they don't say the, it to the judge no, being like... No, well, I mean, they don't say it nowhere, right then, but, but, but no one says the it. The resurgence Ray, of Egon, ghosts. They are researching the slime for the whole movie, and they never say... Oh, it's upping the oh. amount of ghost sex. Which is something both of yeah. these movies do. We were talking earlier that yeah. it's not clear if in the Ghostbusters universe there are always those kinds of ghosts mm-hmm. or if they are just cropping up or if they were always there but now there are more. I feel, they, at least in the first one, there was a, 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 a an increase in, in, in activity. And they say why. But there, like, there, yeah. there always are ghosts around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in... Two, I feel from the beginning is implied. Well, people just don't believe them, but they aren't clear about whether or not ghosts are still around. I, I feel like they sort of aren't because they like shut the gate. Yeah, yeah, and and then they, but slime no breaks. one's calling them. There's no, yeah. mm-hmm. they don't have any business. Yeah, but then it does a weird sequence of they do have business again uh-huh. after the Scolari brothers, and yeah. then they never connect those dots. And. And this is my one gripe about the movie. <laughs> one negative thing I'll say. But honestly, the thing that bugs me most about this movie um, is the beginning where they are not still heralded as heroes. Like, yeah. they are doing kids' parties and the kids hate them. Like, yeah. no, you saved the world. Yeah. You saved the world. A lot of witnesses. Everyone saw yeah. it. But Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. what the hell? I, yeah. Like, I get it. It doesn't it's, make It's a sense. thing of, like, we need to root for these guys again. But no, like, yeah. I want them to stop. They they ended at the top. Let's see them start at the damn top. What's, yeah. what's well, weird is that the story... You don't have to change it that much. No. If there's no. Peter's a successful They're all just yeah, successful in yeah. other ways. Yeah. Except for Ray and, and Well, Ray owns a bookstore. He seems like yeah. he's doing okay. Maybe yeah. Maybe. I don't think any of them are down and out except maybe Winston. You, but like, yeah, start at well, they are successful, but then something worse comes out. Yeah. Or they could at least explain it better. Maybe make yeah. it so that people are like you caused it. You know what I mean? Like you did this years mm-hmm. ago. That's why there hasn't been anything yeah. since. A really wonderfully put together film I was telling Paul even though it's it is you know definitely one notch below one exactly notch below the first Ghostbusters <laughs> um, the care with which it was made did not decrease at all mm-hmm. which often does happen with like quick none of the actors are phoning it in no everyone is at yeah. the top of the and game and you know Bill Murray probably tried oh he's so good in it too he's I think he just, just he phoned in the first charming. one charming that yeah. when he phoned in the second one it just pitch perfect that does yeah. make sense that yeah. makes a lot of sense well, yeah, I think we uh, roasted that turkey pretty well. I, mm-hmm. I was uh, basting the turkey. <laughs> roast that marshmallow. That's Damn it, Paul. Yeah, roast that slime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I think the, the scariest moment in any of the two Ghostbusters it might be 
possessed nanny Peter McNichol like outside the window. Oh, I that's had what a I meant to say. With that scene. We were discussing uh, it. it is... I think you noted a lack of busting of ghosts mm-hmm. in this movie. I really think the only reason Peter McNichol looks like that in that scene is because it had been a while since we'd seen yeah, a, a an ghost effect shot. There's no yeah. need for him to look like a ghost. Well, he's not but, a ghost. No, he's not. Yeah. But I, I nanny. love that yeah. scene. Yeah. It doesn't make yeah. any sense why he yeah. is that way, looking that way. But yeah. it's a terrifying scene. Yeah, when well, I was that, a kid, that oof. That and the baby carrot scene, both linked, mm-hmm. really, uh, out of context. Two of the most effective scenes. In and the, movie, the tub really. scene. Oh, excellent. That is such and a And everything great scene. with Vigo at the end, when he gets all potato-faced. <laughs> <laughs> terrifying. Both of these movies terrified me as a kid. Not now, though. I'm an adult. Uh, well, evidently, after early screenings of Ghostbusters 2, one of the notes from the audience was not enough busting ghosts. And that was what led to the uh, photos catching fire scene and the heads on spikes in the sewer scene. Can I tell you? Just added those in. For, as a... So the first movie I remember seeing in theaters was either The Little Mermaid or Ghostbusters 2. You'd have to check when those were released. Um, but the only thing I wanted to see in Ghostbusters 2 was the ghost train, which was in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, like kids love trains. I don't know why, but I latched onto it and I wanted to see that so bad. Mm-hmm. The severed head scene you just mentioned comes directly before the train. Yeah. I yeah. did not see the train the first time I saw it because <laughs> yeah. I was in the lobby crying with yeah. my dad because I was like four years old. Oh man, so you missed yeah. all three seconds of that ghost train. I missed it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you couldn't just like that's, go... That's a pretty great scene too. You couldn't it's just great, watch yeah. the trailer again later. That was just like it yeah. for like yeah. three years for me. The entirety of the ghost train is in the trailer. Yeah. All right, time for a fun fact. Oh boy. Uh, Ernie Hudson said uh, that he was living in a small apartment in Los Angeles around the time the film was released. And after the movie came out, a neighborhood store owner gave out his address to fans. Uh-oh. Uh, so many people came to visit him oh, that he moved. Geez, he was forced to move. That sucks. Yeah. So not a fun fact for him. No. But you think he's disappointed he wasn't on the poster for one? Absolutely. He is. He has a love-hate relationship with the character of Winston in general, apparently pretty famously. Because when he was took the part, mm-hmm. he took it for half of his normal yeah, pay just, because of how big it was. And then... And exciting it was. And then when he, the day before shooting, he got the new script and he wasn't in, mm, in it yeah. until halfway through. Mm. It is. It's a shame. He is great. He's fantastic. When used, he is wonderful. Yeah. Well, uh, my my one fun fact from G2 that I wanted to share here okay. is what links back to my Patty Edwards uh, Gozer fact earlier. Uh, while the role of Vigo was played by Wilhelm, Wilhelm von Homburg, all of his lines were dubbed by Max von Sydow. Oh, I don't know if um, that. who came back for the video game to reprise that oh, role, the voice. What? Um, and Wilhelm, the actor who played Vigo, uh, was unaware that he would be dubbed and left the premiere in anger. Oh, um, no one told him. Yeah. But oh. he knew yeah. what he sounded like, right? Because I've heard that actor talk. Well, he had to know that's not <laughs> what was going on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he had to know that they just wanted him for his terrifying face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As far as faces fair. go. Oh, man. Mm. So He's upsetting. He's a lion of a man. Yeah. Even before it got all yeah. monkey. So uh, we're just on the precipice, getting to these pitches, okay. and it's going to be hot, I can tell. Okay. We are ready to go. Um, but I want to talk just a little bit first about the existing <laughs> about Squarespace. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there are there is the real Ghostbusters, the 1988 animated series, of course, which 
the pilot Dynamite. begins with the Ghostbusters covered in marshmallow in their original gear, mm -hmm. so you could see it as a sequel. There is also the 1995 film Casper, <laughs> which features a yeah. cameo from Ray Stance. Which I, I'll, I'll admit, I was I was 10 years old when Casper yeah. came out. Um, my mind was absolutely sure. blown. I course. could not believe what I was seeing in that theater. And in thinking about it, I am 100% behind it because the ghosts of Casper's world are pretty similar uh, to the ghosts of the Ghostbusters world. Okay, like but the, here's, what, look, I, the, here's what I don't like about making these a shared universe. Like in the movie Casper, the nice ghost Casper in real life is a, the very exact same boy, mm -hmm. but alive. So if that's the one-to-one -one we're doing, then all of the ghost monsters and Ghostbusters, like that's just what those people look like. That's what Slimer looked like as an alive man. He was a big, yeah. You don't know any Slimers in real life? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, because I'll admit, I can think of a few. <laughs> they get a little exaggerated, you know, in their ghost form. Like that, yeah. uh, Bill Pullman and Casper, he he gets cartoony. But also, <laughs> like, the, the only thing I didn't like about the Casper thing, and it probably, I was just the shock of seeing a Ghostbuster. Yeah. Never was that worn off. Worn off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... Ghostbusters could take down those three ghosts. Oh, no, easily. No, so, they're just yeah. rude. Yeah, they're just <laughs> yeah, rude. Yeah. They'll just like make race dances like suit smell. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. All right. So then after that, you have Extreme Ghostbusters, the 1997 animated series, which was a sequel to Real Ghostbusters, mm -hmm. in which Egon leads the next gen of Ghostbusters. Uh, after that, in 2004, there was a comic book series called Ghostbusters Legion, uh, which. Does that count? It picked up the. That's First just, issue starts with them pictures. coming home from the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man fight. It's just pictures someone drew. It, it, it continued the story. However, it updated it to 2004 instead of 1984. Okay. Uh, then, of course, we have the game. 2009's Ghostbusters, probably mm -hmm. the only, you know, the truest sequel mm -hmm. we yeah, might written get. Written by, by Aykroyd and Ramos. Uh, they were story consultants. I don't oh, know that they wrote. I thought as they did dialogue. They, I mean, they probably did yeah. some. They were doing their own dialogue. Wow, I got people big, excited. It's a shame. I big thought fat yeah. deal. Yeah, I think it's because most game. they got William Atherton. Video back. game based mm -hmm. movies. Yeah. Video games based on movies are pretty bad. I think yeah, that's usually what we're yeah, thinking. Right. Yeah. But then I was just doing this your whole pitch. It. I was like, no, no, it's the it's an actual sequel. Oh, you like the movie, yeah. right? It's the cast. Yeah. They wrote it. They got everyone back. Give me five dollars. Yeah. What do you do? I, uh, my one, I mean, it is a video game, and it's a, this is exactly what you want in a video game. If you're thinking of it as the sequel, mm -hmm. my gripe is that it is a rehash of one yeah. and two, which because you have you, to, yeah, to a certain extent. But then the way it, you know, evolves from there yes. is like if it was a trilogy, that's a great into a trilogy. Absolutely. It was a... And I will definitely be taking plot points into my pitch for two. Zach's pitch for his pitch is gonna be just Ghostbusters 2, um, but the first scene, Tully what dies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible decapitation. Doesn't even come back as a cute ghost later. Mm -hmm. He's just actually it's dead. It's not yeah. even like a ghost thing, it's just gang violence. <laughs> we don't need him! They just yell, we don't need him! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, all right, so I'm uh, I'm gonna speed through the rest of these. Uh, Ghostbusters: Sanction of Slime, another video game, 2011, continued the story of the characters from the 2009 video game, but none of the actors came back. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm, I didn't know yeah. that either. Then there's of course the 2016 Ghostbusters, the female reboot. Yep. 
Uh, any thoughts? Anyone? Oh, I liked about it. That? I mean, I thought it was I liked all right. It. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's one that I like less the more time passes. Yeah. Um, but I like it. I with, I, all, with all that talent. Yeah. It, it I mean, I I certainly have nitpicks and notes and whatever, but I was very bummed that we're not going to get a sequel to that. I absolutely want to see those characters do what they do for another ninety minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd Maybe do a little more, you know, concisely. You didn't like just the giant. Logo fight? No, I didn't. No, no. Looks I like. I it. really hated that. Yeah, oh, I liked too it. cartoony. He took all the like threat out of that act. Uh, I yeah. and agree. who wants that? Who wanted that? Who was? Yeah. A fun fact that didn't make my top five, but here it is anyway, weird. folks. It must be the, the least fun of those facts. But uh, that logo ghost is uh, named Moobly, nope. according mm. to Dan Aykroyd. Mm. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what authority I have in this, <laughs> yeah. but I'm just that's going to be a no. Yeah. If you see Dan Aykroyd anywhere, just let yeah. him know it's not. Let's just shout. It's not yeah. Moogly. Um, so the comics uh, since 2008 uh, and are still ongoing uh-huh. have been mini shots, which feature crossovers with Mars Attacks, mm. the X Files, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No ghosts in any of these franchises. The real Ghostbusters. Uh, Hold on, the Ghostbusters crossed over with the real with Ghostbusters? With the real Ghostbusters, with the extreme Ghostbusters, with the Sanction of Slime Ghostbusters, that one video game. All in the same... With the 2016 reboot Ghostbusters. Wow. They All of these comics have been made. Wait, but, I mean, they, did they all cross over in the same issue? Like the um, Ninja I believe Turtles it was like a cartoon? series, like a crossover uh, uh, crisis. On infinite Ghostbusts? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, um, yeah so... Uh, uh, and there's also a what if issue centering around the idea that what if Gozer won at the end of the first one. Oh, boy, I don't know. Wow. Um, Do so you consider a, a, a Ghostbusters sequel the Oscar performance of Ray Parker Jr. where the Ghostbusters are all wearing like super sparkly disco outfits and they aren't Ghostbusters? Do I consider that canon? Yes. Um, An official sequel. I mean, as much as any of these one-shot comics. Well, sure, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. The Ray Park song was Ray Parker song was in the movie. It is in the u- movie universe. So uh, this his crazy disco fantasy that I assume well, he just invented. That sounds like it is canon. No reason to assume the Ghostbusters wouldn't, for a buck, go somewhere <laughs> dressed disco style. And, wait, wait, and wait! You movie. said we weren't going to ruin each other's pitches. Oh. oh. <laughs> Teaser. All right. Well, that is an excellent transition. Let's get into it, guys. Uh, of course, we, we we do have the 2020 Ghostbusters of next year that everyone will be comparing this podcast to <laughs> when it comes out because it is an official sequel. Oh, uh, a quick fun fact. Jason Reitman is the kid in Ghostbusters 2 that says you guys are full of crap. Oh. I pointed that out. To, to uh, who's, his yeah. name in the movie is also Jason. Yes. Yes. Um. But he's going to give it a shot, and we'll see how he does. We'll see if they're full of crap. So let's uh, let's get into the, the the questions that I always like to ask to build up to these pitches. Number one: Should there be a sequel to Ghostbusters? Yes. You say yes. I don't care if they're on the caliber of the first one. I just want more Ghostbusting. Yeah. I don't care how mediocre they are. Yeah. I am going to. I just want more. Yeah, yeah. It's incredible to me that a well, you- the 32nd biggest movie of all time <laughs> doesn't have cool fact. more yeah. to see. Yeah. Um, I, I absolutely agree. I think there should be more. Um, much like with Star Trek, I'll take any Ghostbuster. But yeah, I agree. There should be more Ghostbusters. 
Well, I don't, I mean, obviously you guys aren't alone. It took me a half hour to get through all of the unofficial sequels that do exist. Obviously Weirdly, people I, want it. There's a Ghostbusters novel out there that my brother purchased and has read. And I did not read it because of my nature. Um, but on the cover was like, yeah, the Ghostbusters in talking to the mayor of hell, I believe. Because hmm. people just can't get outside of the formula. <laughs> so even in hell, yeah, there, there's, like there's some a mayor. A, there's the bureaucracy they got to get through. <laughs> There's Kurt Fuller with yeah. devil horns. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that I might disagree, and it's not that I don't want more Ghostbusters. It sounds like that's literally what you're pitching. But it yeah. is. I, I am. Yes I think no. I'm coming mm -hmm. to this conclusion that when something is as absolutely perfect as the first one, oh, God. Um, this is about Men in Black. I just, well, this is just about Men in Black. That's all this is. That, I just don't think that uh, you know. Maybe you can leave art to be art once in a while, right? Let no. the fans have their fan fiction and no. look. And do if you want to leave but... art to be art, then just go watch ET. All right, because that's all we're doing with that. It's also like, especially back then, back back when the first Ghostbusters was such a hit. A hit. Of course, they had to try again. Of course, you know, cultural phenomenon. there's nothing that yeah. you like, there's nothing that franchises like 32 like that. all time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I, what I have more of a problem with nowadays is the sequels that come out 20 years later. You know, how oh. dare they not be worth This is about Tron way. Legacy. It's about Tron Legacy. It's about Zoolander number two. It's about Dumb and Dumber two. Wait, whoa, whoa! It's about Be Cool. Hey. It's about a lot of things. Tron cool Legacy was good. It wasn't very good. Anyway, uh, definitely I'm going to cut a lot of this part of the show out. And, uh, <laughs> so so uh, let's move on to the next question. Prequel or sequel? I don't think we've had anyone yet say prequel is the sweet spot, but what's the sweet spot here? Prequel or sequel? Yeah, sequel. I can't. I can't. It's got to be a sequel. Imagine a, Ghostbusters a is your prequel. Yeah. yeah. A prequel to Ghostbusters right, would be just how they become four thirty-year-olds in college. The Ghostbusters, yeah. yes, yeah. Um, yes. I of course agree. I do have. If I were going to do a prequel pitch, I have an idea for it. It's called the Full Peck, and uh, it's about Walter Peck. Mm -hmm. I could use, and I think I would enjoy finding out a little bit more about that guy. And there's no ghosts so, in it, and it's just well, or maybe it's teaching you to love him. You know, perhaps it's giving you the reason for character. all that vinegar in his veins. Mm. And then he goes and talks so to Bankman, the smarmiest one. So this is like, <laughs> yeah. is this, okay, you know what? Actually, I'm going to come on board with this. If you're basically pitching me Better Call Saul, but with the Ghostbusters <laughs> yeah. universe. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely on board. 1,000%. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Okay, so it, it you can make a good one, but yes. I still think there should the be ghosts in Paul's... Better call Peck show. <laughs> His yeah. professor of whatever college he is going to is a still alive Slimer. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's do the Better Call Saul tricks. Let's get the other uh, okay. questions. In yeah, there. man. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Absolutely. This I think. Great. All right. Well, it's, yeah, I, I, I think it. I think it's time, guys. Does All anyone right. want to go first? Guest goes first, their... right? Well, well he, that seems he wants. horribly unfair. To who? <laughs> <laughs> You, you guys are pros of this. You've done it before. Yeah. I need to, I need to see. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll go first. I'll go, go first. first. I'm uh. going to start things off with my modern sequel. It, I like it less, but this is what I have as my idea for the Ghostbuster sequel to be made today. I have a plan. I know exactly what to do. The Ghostbusters have long since retired. I didn't write anything down. 
I, I never do either. Yeah, and he often does better than me. Don't worry about it. Yeah, he writes too much. Yeah. Yes, and I'm trying. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Uh, I'm working on elevator pitches. This one's short. Not going to okay. be too painful. Uh, Ghostbusters have long since retired. In the years since their heyday, huge strides in the understanding of the supernatural have been made, due in no small part to the achievements of the GB's fallen member, Egon Spengler. Whoa. Oh, right. But I always forget that Harold Ramis died. Yeah, it's and a bummer. It always bums me out every single time. Yeah. Um, humans and ghosts, and this is many years later, this is today. Okay. Uh, humans and ghosts now cohabitate the world. Uh, with the pre-existing knowledge that every ghost must must fulfill its life's purpose to move on, and and that ghosts seek out their own human soulmates, uh, you know, or whatever so you, you kind call of are it. playing Casper rules exactly. <laughs> this yeah, yeah uh, who can aid them in doing so. So now here's where the trouble comes in. All the murderous Ghostbusters, a particularly what? Sorry. Okay. Oh, because yes, now they're bad. They're the... But 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 the fact that Spangler helped them. Come Bridge to this the... knowledge, and they've retired. I think I think they're clear of any okay. wrongdoing. Uh, but a particularly adorable ghost's earthly purpose in human form was nothing less than ultimate power over all world domination. He was a he was a bad guy, uh, and it has found the perfect soulmate in a deranged human who's capable and willing to bring him living souls as sacrifice to his growing power. Um, with each sacrifice, he becomes less cute, more terrifying. Uh, and it builds to the point that the Ghostbusters have to come out of retirement to combat it with the help of newcomers who I don't want to try to develop because I don't care about sure. the next-gen Ghostbusters. Um, and uh, I call this basic idea uh, Ghostbusters Hereafter. Mm. Uh, and that's my modern That's interesting. Pitch. So that's how a pitch might go, Zach. It feels, it feels like the Toy Story 4 of, of Ghostbusters movies. Yes. Yes. Where it, like, it shifts the, the, the tone of it. Mm-hmm. But in a refreshing way. In a fun way, yeah. That's better than you think it would be. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, that makes That's a solid great. pitch. That's what I'm hoping for. That exact type of tone is what I'm hoping for from Ghostbusters 2020. Mm. If we can get that, like, almost epilogue feel of, like, a... And then there was more. I don't know. I'd yeah. probably be disappointed. Yeah. I'm, I'm expecting to be disappointed, sure. to be honest. I don't have high hopes for that yeah. uh, Bill and Ted 3. Mm, that I, I want to like it. Yeah. Obviously. That's not what we're here to discuss. Yeah, I don't know that we've gotten a good, like I was saying, a good 20 years later. Uh, we did. It yet. was called Tron Legacy and everyone was mean to it. <clears throat> we can do that on the show. Yeah. That'll be fun. Be mean to Tron right. Legacy. Fun aesthetic. Zach gets it. Best uh, mm. score in a long time. Hmm? Mm. Um, Michael Sheen. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't do the score, but... Um, he was my favorite part. <laughs> who knows who's under those yeah. <laughs> It's It's Michael Sheen and David Tennant, weirdly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that part. Um, would you... Do you want me to go next, Zach? Do you need another round sure. to prepare? Okay. I, I need to see how, how the other side okay. does it. The, the less prepared. You might regret that. I've got it. I'll prove myself to you. Um, so the reason I actually pitched Ghostbusters 2, and this is maybe the reason, Zach, that you should have not done what you've done, <laughs> is that I have actually written a script for Ghostbusters 3 mm. when I was 21. 21 or 22. So it was like 2000. Four or five. Mm -hmm. um, I wrote a full, it's like my very first feature I ever finished. It's bad. It's so bad. I haven't read it since probably the year I finished a it. Fanfic feature you wrote when you were 21 is bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I actually have a, a whole pitch ready. Again, I haven't reread the script because it's bad. But um, also, this script, 
you could update it to just have it come out now. I had it at the time written so that the end apocalyptic event coincided with December 21st, 2012, because that's when some people thought the world the was going to end. Yeah. Calendar ends. The thing, yeah. 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 Um, it was all the rage. <laughs> so we open on Peter Venkman's funeral, right? Because um, at the time, Bill Murray was just like, I'm not doing this. So we open at his funeral. I don't need him. Um, everyone is there. Um, I made... Winston into a blind preacher, which I would is something I would not do now. Um, I understand some oh. of the tropes I'm stepping into there. Uh, Why even do that to Winston? Though? Um, I mean, he it, was religious. At the, I guess. Yeah, at the yeah. time I was doing it because I felt like Winston got shafted in Ghostbusters 2. So I wanted to give him a bigger role. He did mention he was religious in the first movie. So yeah. I made a lot of mistakes here, but this is where we are. So he's the he's presiding or whatever you do over funerals. Um, Oscar is with Sigourney Weaver, now a full-grown man, in military dresses, because he's in the army. That's going to come back later. Um, and, and whatever. So they're at the funeral. It's all very dramatic. Um, thunderclouds come up out of the grave. Big, fiery belch of black smoke. Um, an ornate black horseman comes out uh, on horseback, as they are often seen. Um, and he points at someone, I think, Dana or, or the... No, he points out the other Ghostbusters because they're all there around Dana protecting her. Um, and he points at them and he throws, I believe it's a sword at their feet, which bursts into flame and collapses. And then we, you know, fade up Ghostbusters 3. Um, and then we go to our, of course, our new kids, the next generation, which, which uh, like you said, they don't matter. I don't have to get into what, what their deal is, who their character is. They're not related to the Ghostbusters any, in any way. They are just big fans. They figure out how to make a very rudimentary ghost catching device. Um, after the hear about the funeral, whatever, there's ghost activity is increasing. Um, they are invested. So the Ghostbusters are still active? No. Okay. No. So sorry. No. Okay. They're not because ghost activity has stopped since okay. 19, since, you know, whatever. Okay. The 1989. Um, so they've since disbanded. These kids go with their like rudimentary ghost catching stuff to Peter Venkman's house to try and investigate what happened to him. It's insanely haunted. There are spooky ghosts everywhere. At least that's what I thought when I wrote it. Probably not that spooky. Um, so they go to the Ghostbusters because they they recorded all this stuff in Peter Venkman's house and they figure out it has something to do with, you know, the original whatever. But they've got this footage through whatever boring research. They realize that when the destructor and the traveler and gozer and all that showed up to bring about the end of the world. It actually did work. And when the ghostbusters killed gozer and blew up the temple, they just assumed that responsibility. They assumed the shape of the destructor. Now that's how they survived the explosion on top of 55 park West. Mm -hmm. um, and now once each one of them dies, they will become one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Uh... So now that Vankman has died, his ghostly horseman is out for blood. He's trying to kill the other Ghostbusters to kickstart the apocalypse, um, you know, December 21st, 2012. So the Ghostbusters with Oscar team up with the army. Again, I wouldn't <laughs> write it this way now. Uh -huh. um, and they recruit people. The tagline is, we're ready to enlist you. Again, I wouldn't do this now. <laughs> um, and so then there's a great montage of like army people training like with ghost busting gear. And it's like a really cool spectacle. And there's a lot of fun, inventive ways they can do the training for this. So they go to the Fertile Crescent, obviously. <laughs> that's, where this, that's where Doomsday is going to start. Um, so they go there and it's the whole like Ghostbuster army. And then there's also on the other side of the field, the ghost army with Dr. Bankman 
horseman person. Anyway, so then there's this great big battle. There's a lot of cool stuff I had written in or people like shooting someone, shooting a ghost with a proton pack and then the hurling them, like using it like a rope and hurling them into ghost traps, whatever. Um, the big twist was going to be that when a ghost killed one of the Ghostbusters, their Ghostbuster ghost was now a person buster and could, sh <laughs> <laughs> and could shoot the people with their ghost oh, proton so their packs. their power is they have the, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So in your world, there are no good ghosts. If you're Eternity dead, you're bad. Evil. It's just uh, straight bad. Um, I think Slimer was there somewhere being like a pet, like a snarf still. Hmm. Um, so then like one of the new kids dies or whatever. It's all very dramatic. And honestly, I don't even remember how it ends. They do something. They shoot the, well, the is, gun is at the part thing. Of mm -hmm. the premise trying to keep the remaining Ghostbusters alive so that they don't turn i honestly i can't recall if okay. they had gotten them killed or if it, like doomsday was going to start on this day because it was one of the horsemen was there so that's all it needed it's not a good script um this is just sort of the bare bones we'll follow it now um and then i think the way i had it ended was that the the new kids stopped the thing again but now they didn't know if when they died it would happen to them and the cycle would continue oh. so they had to I don't know, keep an eye on that. I don't know what that would even mean. It's just a curse I damned these characters with. Happens sometimes. It happens. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, I think I should go because it is not very well prepared and, uh, and it's not a showstopper. I think, I think if anyone's going to oh, have God. a showstopper in their back pocket. You hear to hear first, folks, Paul's pitch. Guaranteed showstopper. Woo, guys. Oh, Get no. your hopes up. All right. All right, Zach. Okay. So mine, I, I said, took place right after Ghostbusters, but honestly, it could be Ghostbusters 2. I don't care. It doesn't. There's nothing that insulting about Ghostbusters 2. I have a radical idea. They're, they're not back on top, but like they're active again. They are busting ghosts. They're mm -hmm. doing that. But it's just sort of a business as usual now. They've settled into a routine. And uh, what I really want to see is all of their science against some mysticism. I want to see some, like, cult shit, some magic, whatever. I want to see them go up against a cult. Because um, it's always some just ancient god mm -hmm. that existed a few centuries ago, if not more, that is now de just destined to come back for some reason, like, now. Um, so I want to see something a little more active. I want to see... Uh, a cult that worships ghosts and the way um, they have managed some, you know, incantations, some seance, some whatever, they have found out how to conjure them back to power. Mm -hmm. But uh, this cult, like, they're not just worshiping some ghost on the second floor of whatever. Like, these guys are star fuckers. They want the big guys. They want, like stories fabled ghosts they want like a candy man they want mm. they want the big Kruger. Yeah. yeah like not not taking exactly right, those, right. But those yeah. properties but yeah. they want the legends and so um so you want to like last action hero ghostbusters a little bit yeah i don't yes mothman i don't Here comes. want them all like attacking at once i kind of I, I i want it to feel like the every 15 minutes, they got bust a ghost. Yeah. Like, it's just a series of, they're, they're trying to track, they get on the heels of this cult, and they know, they start to figure out this cult is doing this, and they are just always one step behind, and so they have to clean up the mess of whatever new 
awesome. I love ghosts with like a really interesting backstory. Mm-hmm. And and Ray is so good at researching that stuff. And the first one, he's just rifling off histories and and all that kind of stuff. I want to hear cool ghost stories. Like the movie 13 Ghosts, not a great movie, but on the DVD, it has little featurettes of the backstories of each of the 13 ghosts. And that's so much more interesting. It's yeah. so much fun. I want to hear more of that. And so I want them to have to bust several ghosts uh up to to the get because i guess you gotta have a big boss and i'm gonna steal from the video game um i want to be evo shandor i this cult needs a big guy and that i think that has to be like the guy they are they're powering up all these other ghosts so that they conjure good old evo who's playing evo um for those unaware evo is the architect of the building yeah that goes yeah yeah um who is playing evo shandor this would this would be like probably like 1992 or three right yeah so gary oldman wow okay that's a big fat delicious get yeah Yeah. because this is like true romance fifth element gary Oldman. yeah that's good oldman yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) and he's gonna look old timey he's probably wearing a top hat gonna do something goofy with his facial hair you know it and now that he's back with ghostly powers he can bring about the end of the world all by himself without any fucking zools and gozers Um and yeah, that's that's about all I had. The Ghostbusters show up and they beat him. Uh, and Louis Tully dies. In the <laughs> <first act. laughs> well, what I love, and also Dana is probably a Ghostbuster at this point. Okay, sure. Why not? Just from go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, I, I wasn't really that into being uh, in any a, of it. I'm a classy, a, fancy lady, yeah, cellist, <laughs> and I wasn't really into Art the restorer. painting restoration thing <laughs> either. I'll, I'll bust ghosts. I'll sling slime. Do you have a title? For this uh um ghostbusters still busting after all these years there it is mm, mm, long i like it <laughs> <laughs> um something strange ghostbusters something strange or just something? yeah okay ghostbusters, that's, that's a really strange. good title. i like that title yeah uh <laughs> what i like uh i like uh about uh, your pitch there is that uh it's not unlike it's almost like the raid or something it's like a video game yeah yes. i, I you, don't you, i don't want gear. to like call it video gamey but it is very yeah. mini boss mini boss yeah. big boss i think that's but, a really cool exciting way to structure the movie i think yeah. it's a fun pace and in those movies when you have that you are you know from the beginning and you are excited and Let's you know get, what they're yeah. doing the whole movie is busting fucking ghosts yeah that sounds great i love it that was excellent that was excellent we have to hear me talk a little bit more, okay? And then we can, and then we can have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> You're unbuttoning your shirt. <laughs> yeah. uh, preview of coming attractions, we call that. Um, all right. Uh, sort of, uh, you, you went into a little bit of what inspired your your uh, sequel concept, and uh, uh, after rewatching the first one, what inspired me to start mine um, was thinking about what I want to see directly after the first one, and. Uh, One thing that I think I never really paid much attention to um, before this viewing was that Peter and Dana never, they never actually have their date. Uh, They kiss because he saved her life, but they're still doing the mating dance at that point. They are not, you know, as a kid, I sort of, I feel like accepted as, yeah, they're together as they should be. But it's, it's, uh, 
it's not a done deal. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. They've had three conversations. Right. And he is very and charming. One of them, yeah. he, well, she was possessed. So yeah. That's <laughs> um, right. So, so that was what started me off. So this is it. This is definitely it. It's two weeks later after the events of, so this is redoing two. Two does not exist. Got it. Uh, it's two weeks later. Lewis is their accountant. <laughs> not their lawyer. Start. Off to a bad start. Yeah. He's their accountant. Yes. A natural, yeah, that makes sense. And he asks at the end of the movie, who does your accounting? Boom. Mm -hmm. you know, people, exactly. are, people are happy already. Um, I'm thinking uh, it doesn't yeah. have to be, the, this doesn't have to be in there, uh, but Spangler and Janine are discreetly dating. You know, they have a weird sort of yeah. behind the scenes thing mm -hmm. going on. And so Annie Potts, she's still more designing woman than she is. Oh, 100%. Pretty... That, okay. that is the, I think, grossest thing in two. Uh... Like in terms of making it more cartoony because no one else looks that insane. Yeah. As Janine, Slimer does, and yeah. and not. I hate that I'm always ragging on Louis Dell because I do love him. Yeah. <laughs> Step down, yeah, for, for Janine. Oh, she, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. After this, uh, well, what she. Uh, I think consolation for for, yeah. for all of his. You know, he has some flaws, surely. But Louis Tully is a man who lives um, earnestly, genuinely, and for him, passionately. Mm. And Egon is not not really that way, and Janine deserves someone who has that same zest for life. The thing, well, the, I think the problem is you don't get to learn enough about what Janine needs. You know, mm -hmm. she she tries to flirt with Egon, and that's that's all you really know. And then and then she really goes. God, there's your show right Louis. there. What happened yeah. to Janine between the two movies? You sex in the city, her. Ooh, she's <laughs> part of the full peck. She's, she's yes got a <laughs> in there as well. Oh my god. Um, okay, so. Uh, Ghostbusters HQ is up and running, and all but a few of the ghosts let loose in the first one have been recaptured. Winston is out patrolling uh, to get the last stragglers. He's hunting the stragglers down, while Egon and Ray are in the lab uh, making progress on the next step in understanding the ethereal plane, a procedure that can successfully remove a person's own ghost from their physical form while keeping the body alive. Whoa. Uh, Ray is set to be the first test subject. Whoa! Uh, Venkman, meanwhile, has been shirking his Ghostbusters responsibilities as he enjoys his honeymoon phase with Dana. Uh, though uh, uh, Dana also seems happy, it's made clear that she's still shell-shocked from her experience being controlled by Zool. From being broken out of a shell. Yes, right, absolutely. Mm. For quite sure. literally. She still has a bit of a uh, connection to the, that other dimension. She keeps seeing it. I'm thinking like uncontrollable flashbacks. Oh, and, is know, it going to be like, like Will Stranger Byers Things? And Stranger yes. Things, yeah. Is, is she going to like do dog stuff like in uh, Rob Schneider movie? <laughs> like scratch herself, but like with her foot? Is she? Oh, the Paul? animal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She can act like no. an animal, like a dog. Although, uh, fun fact I didn't drop. Apparently, Sigourney Weaver, uh, in her audition for Dana, brought in the idea that she thought at some point she should turn into a dog and did it for the casting director. And that became part of the movie after that. Wow. Yeah. That's some kind of level of preparedness I can't even fathom. Um, anyways, uh, okay, so Peter's, you know, affably sort of suggests fixing things, taking her out on the town to have the first date they never actually had. Uh, they do. It doesn't go well. Uh, being in the public eye for all these recent events, mm -hmm. everyone knows who she is, everyone knows who he is. Uh, it, it triggers her PTSD a little bit. She ends up telling Peter she doesn't know if she can be with him because of his association with what happened. Mm. She just wants to forget. Yeah. Move on with her life. Meanwhile, Winston has collected all but the final ghost, Slimer. 
He's the last one he needs to get back into that storage facility. He finds him, and after a, you know, he, this is first Winston's first time interacting with Slimer that we've seen. Oh, yeah. He's not part of it in the first one. Uh, they have a delightful little thing. He catches him, puts him in the trap. But once they get into the Ectomobile, the trap malfunctions in some weird, uh, uh, non-technical looking way, almost like a spirit mm. way. Uh, and Slimer escapes through the roof. That sounds cute. After a little, you know, merrymaking yeah. in the car. Uh, back at HQ, they've successfully released Ray's own ghost. So he is outside of his body, experiencing what it's like to be a ghost. He loves it, but it's nervous to find that, to Egon's surprise, he cannot successfully re-enter his body. Yeah. So is he just, like, on a bed, coma? Yes. The body's so, alive. But, but linked to, like, Egon's yeah. does, system. Does he look like the Scolari brothers, or does he just I'm look like in the Frighteners? Yeah, I'm... I'm I am comparing it to Casper once again. Okay. Uh, that connect. He's he's a cartoonier version of himself. Okay. Uh, Winston arrives, grumbling about Slimer, attempts to load the traps uh, of all the remaining ghosts into the facility, only to have it malfunction also in a similar way. Egon says this is impossible because uh, tech-wise, tech because everything was cleared this morning, they've just gotten everything back up and running. Uh, also, the nature of the malfunctions seem mysterious somehow, so the problem has to be inside the storage facility. This gives Egon an idea. Ray oh. is voluntarily trapped, put into the storage facility to investigate. We see what it looks like in there. He makes his way through, uh, you know, sees, sees the ghosts. Well, it turns out there's a particularly evil ghost inside the storage facility who's rallying all the other ghosts to its cause of another mass breakout. Uh, they've been the ones causing the technical difficulties with the equipment. The creature design on this guy, I'm thinking is pretty scary. Okay. You know, not an actor. I'm thinking it, it is a ghost a form creature. with a voice, but, but... Voice who is... I mean, let's give Max von Sydow another crap. You know, yeah. since two doesn't exist, he was, you know, he's pretty scary. Great. Um... The scariest of the Von Sydow's? <laughs> Maximum scary. Uh, okay, so what follows is a battle for the Ghostbusters HQ and subsequently the world that eventually involves all the Ghostbusters taking ghost form while their human bodies are possessed by ghost baddies. Cool. At, and at some point, a few of them even jump into each other's bodies. Venkman oh. into Ray's, Slimer, who comes back to HB, Ghostbusters HQ GB of his own HQ. accord, mm -hmm. into Winston's. I want to see Winston act like Slimer. Mm. That's, anyways, that's... Yeah, that's a personal choice. Uh, but it all climaxes with Dana coming in to save the day with the aid of, you know, maybe Janine and Slimer uh, as uh, she faces down her fear firsthand by busting ghosts herself. Oh, yeah, that's cathartic. In the end, evil's defeated. The boys end up back in their bodies. The storage facility conditions for the ghosts are improved. <coughs> perhaps, perhaps that's what they learn from all of this. And the ghost can sort of have a good time in there. It makes it a little. So now it's like a party, you know, or maybe just like a minimum security prison. Oh man, see, know, it's, it's I, I'm. It yeah. seemed weird to go all the way up to the line of we improved conditions for the ghosts, but not go the extra step of asking like, why are we doing this to the ghost? Do we have the right? Yeah, I mean, I do appreciate that us? they stay what away from that. I kind of was trying to do that for the most part. I just feel like something has to change in the end. Yeah, that you know. Uh, in, in order to so that, so that they are learning a lesson and they're improving things, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, and then uh, and then uh, Dana gives Peter another shot. She joins the team. Slimer's the mascot. I call this uh, I call this Ghostbusters Part Boo. Nope, <laughs> <laughs> it's not nice. named Moogly. Say <laughs> I like that the plot the the problem is like of their own making. 
Yes. It's because of what they did yes. in the last movie. I like That's repercussions. Yeah. I like consequences. Yeah. yeah. That's fun. That's much better than just like another yeah. world ending event. Okay. Um, well, thank you for your time. And uh, now we, we can move into the voting pr- process. Yeah. It's pretty painless, Zach. So don't <laughs> worry. I'm going with Ghostbusters part boo. And I'm sticking with that. That's right that's now. your best yeah. foot forward. The last one that I pitched. Yeah, that's my favorite. Okay, of the ones that okay. I pitched. Yeah, I'm supportive. I'm a good friend. Oh, okay. I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Zach, uh, I'll, I'll do the something strange. So all those, and oh, you can vote for as many as you like. Like if you like it, if you'd like to see it, mm-hmm. you can vote for all three. If you want to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. at the end of the day, just everyone gets three votes, and that's a three-way tie between everything. Um, well, that's not going to happen, but <laughs> probably won't happen. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we'll start with Ghostbusters three. How many votes for Ghostbusters three? That's zero votes. You know. I didn't vote for my own script. Yeah. Um, it's not a it's great just a military industrial complex. It's pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I feel like Four Horsemen's interesting. Yeah, I liked that. Aspect there was a couple of, of a interesting yeah. concepts in it, but it's lo- and this is actually a really good pitch if you could read this script. Yeah, I think cool. I got stuck on the Four Horsemen part because that was my favorite part. So I had just I just had questions about that. Absolutely, like yeah. Okay, um, um, I'll, I'll go uh, next. Ghostbusters part boo. Any any votes? Two okay. votes. Boo so votes. that got mine and Zach's votes. So that's two. And then uh, Ghostbusters, something strange. Oh, yeah. Are you not going to... I'm voting for that. two votes for that. Yeah. Are you not going to vote or put out um, Better Call Peck? The full peck. The full peck? Um, no, because, well, I mean, Dumb. I, I before we it. have... Okay. Yeah, I think that's my winner. Absolutely. That's the winner. I've been waiting oh. this whole this whole time just to vote for that. Only. Well, that was my... That's bad. clearly... My fault. The best oh idea. wow, we have a tie. Zach didn't vote for his own. I, it felt <laughs> weird. Yeah, because I oh. since it was going last, I knew that that would put me over the top, and it just felt weird to put That's... myself as the victor. But uh, I want to see that movie. Then. Okay, we well then, vote. then yeah. that counts. I so definitely that's... would enjoy. I will watch yeah. it. I would honestly any... much rather watch the full peck. That's such a cool In idea. In all honesty, yeah. I I feel guilty now because I would watch Ghostbusters three as well. I sure. would watch any. I told you I just want more Ghostbusters. So take it get, off. let them lead the military. Against <laughs> yeah. the actual physical manifestation of death. I In the care. middle of the Middle East, and there's a lot of problems with my script that 21 year old Travis just couldn't see from hmm. Central Florida. Hmm. Um, yeah. I liked I liked um, your Hard pitch food. as well. Yeah. I was I was dumping on it only because I was so enamored of. The full peck. I not, see. not because that's a bad pitch. That's a solid pitch. Okay, well, I, th- I appreciate that. But um, it's just not what I'm excited about right now. Understood. Understood. Well, um, uh, the, winning, the winner is Ghostbusters Something Strange. Something Strange Thank takes you, Zach. It. Oh, Excellent geez. work. This is very big. There's definitely something here. Selfish yeah. bastard. Yeah. <laughs> you come in and you... <laughs> take all our dreams away. I'm just a simple yeah. man who wants to see more people busting ghosts. <laughs> yeah. That's all. And I guess uh, on that note, let's uh, let's get into uh, any plugs, anything you guys would like to plug before we before we head yeah. out? Oh, well, um, please, uh, all that fun like and subscribe stuff, check out Midnight Video on YouTube uh, for some fun horror shorts. We got a few coming out soon. 
So oh, is that right? Oh, yeah, I'm very yeah. excited. We just finished uh, editing one today. Very very cool. I'm uh, I'm going to use my plug as a further endorsement for Midnight Video. Um, these guys make really really effectively great horror shorts. I'm lucky enough to be a part of one of them. That is the end of my plug. Midnight Video. They oh. they know what they're doing. All right. Well, also midnight video, but I'm going to yeah. plug a bunch of my yeah, stuff. Yes, please. Uh, so, Theater of Tomorrow, the science fiction anthology podcast. You should please listen to. The Hotel is our horror show, and um, we're on YouTube now too. Check out Tomorrow Theater for all of your listening needs. Zach's been on it. It's really yeah. good. So we've all been on it. Well, Zach, you, Zach, thank you so much for joining of us. Of course. In this pretty hot room. It's toasty. Yeah. Um, um, it's been a quick four hours. Yeah, and the sound quality is going to be great. So <laughs> oh, yeah. It'll be, worth, it'll be our best episode yeah, yet. Yeah. Um, but uh, thank you, everybody, for listening, and bye bye. Bye. See ya. Eat that burrito. Yeah.